This is the Inspire Leadership Podcast featuring my interview with Terry Barnhart, a senior coach and emotional intelligence expert at Inspire Leadership. Welcome to the Inspire Leadership Podcast with Terry Barnhart, senior coach and emotional intelligence expert at Inspire Leadership. In today's episode, we look at the concept of emotional intelligence, how it differs from intelligence, its dimensions, application, and different ways to raise our emotional intelligence. So let's get to it. Our interview with Terry Barnhart. Hi, Terry. It's, um, it's so good to, to finally have you on, uh, on our podcast. Uh, I know that uh, there's a lot of people that have been asking me about emotional intelligence uh, because there's a there's a lot of buzz around the, the the topic of emotional intelligence, and who better else than uh, the expert of emotional intelligence? How, how have you been? How are you doing? Where where are you right now? Because you're always traveling. I'm traveling. Uh, we live in an airstream, and uh, we're enjoying our our traveling life. And I'm still able to connect with people. And in fact, there goes an airstream up the highway, just like mine. Um, <laughs> here, it's like coincidental. Um, we're in Fredericksburg right now, Fredericksburg, Texas. Oh. And we'll nice. Be and, and what what got you to Fredericksburg? Why, why did you choose to go to Fredericksburg? Well, our, our family is in San Antonio. We got married in San Antonio a long time ago, and so we didn't want to go back into San Antonio. So we we don't want to be too close to home. We want to be far enough and close enough. Makes sense. Otherwise, our emotional intelligence may go off the off the rails. So yeah, I, I love Fredericksburg. I mean, being in San Antonio, going to Fredericksburg is kind of like a like like a thing that you have to do, and I, I just heard that they celebrated their 175th anniversary. That 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 was crazy. You must have had a lot of fun uh, with with all the, of the activities. Or do you go to town often, or you just like to enjoy to nature often, and the peace and quiet? I, I, I go to town often, but I avoid the celebrations because there are so many people. And so, in fact, we went to San Antonio that weekend, so uh, so we could avoid the crowds. But it's a beautiful city. It's a beautiful city, old German town. It's a good place to be. <laughs> Oh, good, good, good. Well, I also heard that you just completed this uh, very uh, prestigious certification, emotional intelligence certification, and that's why I thought, well, who better else to to ask about emotional intelligence? How was it? Was it very rigorous? Uh, what, what what was the certification about? Well, it was more rigorous than I anticipated. Uh, I, it's through TTI Success Insights out of Phoenix, Arizona, and they're known for their behavioral sciences, and I've been certified in several of their programs. But I've been studying emotional intelligence probably for the last five years. I've read a lot of Daniel Goleman's original works on emotional intelligence and had a high interest in it. And about five years ago, I took my first emotional intelligence assessment through TTI, and I was really appalled about how poorly I did uh, with emotional intelligence. My, um, my self-awareness is not very high. Uh, my 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 Self-regulation was pretty low, um, didn't have a lot of empathy for people, and I thought I would do better. And so um, I decided that I had to be better if I was going to help other people get better. And so I've been studying this for about five years and finally decided to become um, expert in it. Oh, that, that, what's interesting. And, you know, the, the, there's always this question, right? So there is emotional intelligence and then there's intelligence. What What is the difference between both of them? 
Well, emotional intelligence, that's what we're basically born with. It's, uh, that's our level of intelligence, our, our ability to learn uh, cognitively. And um, emotional intelligence is really relatively new. It's only been really discovered since the um, early 90s by, well, it's been, it's been discovered before that, but Goldman has really refined it. And that was in the 90s. And what, we, what he's found was uh, a person with a high emotional intelligence, with a, an average IQ, will probably outperform that higher IQ person because of their ability to deal with the emotions of themselves and the emotions of others. In fact, he says that about 20% oh, of the difference between a successful person and an averagely successful person is their level of emotional intelligence. Uh, very interesting. I, and uh, yeah, I, I can see that. And, and why, where, what are those components? I mean, I, I heard you mention kind of dimensions before. Uh, what are those dimensions? Uh, you mentioned self-awareness and also social awareness. I, was I right? Would you mind? Yeah, you're, you're right. And the, the, there's, there's five dimensions of, of emotional intelligence. And you have to build one on the other. And the first one is your self-awareness. And that is how self-aware are we of our own emotions? You know, we emotions are things that, that happen to us um, without us knowing it. Something happens, something triggers, and that's a good term, it's trigger. There are emotional triggers that trigger our emotions. For instance, if you're driving down um, the highway and somebody swerves and cuts you off, uh, and, and it's just like a near miss, well, you, your your cortisol and your just goes up, and 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 you and you get these nerve endings that that stand on end, and that's called um, and you start to react. You might have a foul language, or your 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 sweat, your 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 blood pressure will go up, and so that's and so if you're not aware of these things happening to you, you can't you can't stop these things from happening to you. Our emotional intelligence is really our ability to regulate how we respond to emotion. So those kind of things, I mean, if you could, um, uh, have you ever been in a grocery store and, and saw a mom get so frustrated with her child that she spanks him in the grocery store because he wants to pick up a bubble gum or something. That's a woman who is um, suffering some stress. And so that that's the trigger that triggered her. And you see that in all kinds of things. I, I saw something the other day, uh, uh, about a, a baseball game and one fan of one team punched out the guy and a, a fan of the other team and they were both just there to enjoy the ball game but like these triggers go off and we re, we, we react instead of respond hmm. well, yeah well that, that that's interesting and and i i guess it it does take a lot of work to uh, get to know oneself enough to to understand when these triggers are, are about to to kick in. I, I know that it's at least for me it, it's um, it's a bit hard. Uh, sometimes I'm I'm very into my work, and now that we've been working from home, and then maybe one of the kids comes home, and I'm thinking here, okay, I need to focus, and and my immediate reaction is, oh my goodness, here they come, and I I, I I've learned to recognize those triggers and and need to calm down and maybe pay attention and, and drive them. But I can see how without awareness of those uh, of those triggers, I, I could probably be, you know, misdirecting my energy. Now, there's another component, right? The, the, the social component, uh, the, the social that's, awareness. And that's how social, does that work? 
that's the social awareness. And well, let's, let's go from uh, you go from self-awareness to self-regulation and self-regulation oh. is how do how do I regulate my emotional response? Okay, so that's and that and by doing that, you're saying, okay, this is the emotion I'm feeling right now. Uh, I'm feeling my, my my daughter called me the other day and she said and she was crying and I thought, oh no, what's happened? And it turns out that one of her best friends just dropped dead, 35 years old, walking her child in a stroller and dropped dead. And she works in a cardiology center. And so she was horribly upset about that. And so my response initially uh, became, okay, I have to regulate this so I don't upset her even more. So I had to, to show a lot of empathy for the way she was feeling. So that's, that's how my social regulation was to control that. And so how do I, so other, otherwise I could have gone off the deep end with her and it really made it worse for her. So I was learning how to, how do I self-regulate my emotions so I can help control her emotions as well. So, and by what you do when, when you have an emotional, what they call an amygdala hijack, that's when this little um, almond shaped gland in our brain reacts. That's our primitive brain. You know, it's, it's either a, a fight, flight or faint. And so, um, so you, that, that's when, you, if you think of a glass of water and something negative happens, immediately that glass of water goes red. And so you, and so you can, you have to think of how, how do I get out of this um, red capacity that I have right now? So it takes like five positive things to happen to you to get one uh, negative thing that's to clear that that red from your system. So one of the ways you do that is. Okay, you say, I identify the emotion I'm having right now, and you name it, and you say it, and you come to grips with it. So this is what I'm feeling right now. It sounds kind of um, kind of um, Pollyanna, but it does work. You just have to have to really think about it and find out what your what your uh, emotion is. So, and then after self-regulation comes is self-motivation. So we're we're looking at three dimensions that are all about us first. So that's, and motivation is our willingness and our capacity to, to do more and learn more for the, for the sake of doing, uh, doing it for the right reasons. So, uh, and when I first took mine, my first one about five years ago, I was only about like out of a hundred, I was about 60. And so I just retook this, this assessment again, and now I'm up to almost 90 on it. And so, and it's all because I, I just, studied it and I learned it and, and I've had a coaches as well. So these things help me. And then, then you come into um, social awareness and that's when you look at the, when you go into a room or any in your environment and you say, Oh, this is, this is what's going on in this room. And you can feel tension in a room. You can read the room. You can see the, the look on people's faces about how they're reacting to whatever situation is going on. And if you can go back to, to the, um, the election, and the, the, all the euphoria about President Trump winning, and then all of a sudden he lost. And so you went from a high euphoric to a very um, sad and angry emotion. And uh, so there were a lot of emotions going on with that election. I bet there was a lot of amygdala hijacks on on both ends yeah. of the spectrum. Yeah, even go back to the the, um, the earlier election between Clinton and and uh, Trump. And then all the celebration that was going on for uh, Mrs. Clinton was, boom, the air went right out of the room. And then the, and then the commentators on the news, 
boom, you know, the, oh my God, we're at the end of our world. And so, so that, those are emotional hijacks that take place. And those happen uh, to us almost every day. You know, the National Science Foundation says that we have anywhere from 6,000 to like 18,000 thoughts per day. And 80% of those thoughts are typically negative because that's, our, that's our, how our brain thinks. We think in terms of uh, anticipating fear. And so, um, so if you can imagine how, how we're ready to, to fight or fight all the time. So when your social awareness is a, a, a recognized in a room and the situation that's going on, and then you get to, to the final one, that's social regulation, and that's how you respond to others so you can help them regulate their emotions. And so these all five of these components are, are very important. And, and the good thing about them is that they can all be developed. They can all be um, learned. And so that's what I've been on my mission has been to do that for the last five years to get better at it. I've read um, a ton of several, many books on emotional intelligence. Um, I, I watch uh, programs for emotional intelligence examples. Uh, if you go back to the uh, Apollo 13, when they had that disaster and they said, oh, we're never going to get these guys home. Well, the um, the mission control guy, I can't remember his name, but he says, yeah, uh, um, we will get them home. And he didn't panic. So he got everybody, he, he didn't panic. He was able to contain his emotions. And so that's what, when you, within it, when you see people who respond calmly in a stressful situation, that's probably somebody with a high level of emotional intelligence. If you ever worked in a, um, I, I worked for a, a hospital administrator years ago who had what probably the lowest level of emotional intelligence I had ever seen from anybody in that level of position. He, he dealt in anger, he dealt in fear, and that's how he got things done. But he was a miserable man and he was not, he was not a happy man. He had a very unhappy um, home life and he, and, um, he had no respect from peers and no respect from his employees. So let, let's take that. Uh, that's that's a, a great point, uh, Terry. Thank you for bringing it up. So we look at leadership, and and uh, you know I, I can definitely see how many of these things that we're talking about right now, I, they, they resonate. Uh, I, I I identify with them. I, I see them on my everyday life. I I I'm on the car, you know, and someone cuts in, you know, that's I overreact or I might do something like that. But let's let's bring it down to leadership, and and when we're when we're in those situations, when we have a lot of people depending on us why why is emotional intelligence why has emotional intelligence gained so much ground in the leadership arena and how is it that it can really help a leader uh, go through that process of guiding others christian that's a really good question and it's and it's certainly not a, an easy one to answer however leaders who understand themselves and how they react to situations and I understand the people who they who work for them, and also for the people they serve. They that emotional that level of emotional intelligence intersects with their their IQ, and actually makes their IQ and their performance doesn't make their IQ better, but it makes their performance so much better. 
you know, on on a battlefield, if you give a man a a rifle, he's he's one to one with the next guy, right? With his enemy. But if you give him a machine gun, then he has got multiple um, rounds to fire at one time uh, versus a, a single shot. So EQ is like that force multiplier for your IQ. It makes you your it makes your IQ perform at a higher makes you perform at a higher level than others all around you, and and as as a leader, it 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 allows the employee to see a well balanced, emotionally intelligent person taking charge. It, you know, I I relate to that. Now I I can definitely see it. It's like that saying. Or that example that they give us, right? When when a child falls down, if you overreact, uh, the child panics because they they see the the, the person in charge uh, re reacting negatively to the situation. But if the parent um, is cool, calm, and collected, and is able to treat the situation in a way that makes the the child feel safe, then the child will probably. Uh, react better to the situation. So, so what I hear from you is that by when when we're leaders, if, if we're emotional intelligence, we're more capable of knowing how to react to situations, how to read the room, manage our emotions, and then be able to provide that leadership and that guidance that our team is expecting. Uh, am I understanding what you're saying yeah. the right way? Yeah, the leadership, the, the leader sets the example. The the Followers typically will do as the leader, as the leader goes, so goes the company. So if the leader is displaying a high level of emotional intelligence, people are going to say, well, if he's not panicking about it, I'm not going to panic about it. But if he's panicking about it, oh my goodness, I better panic. You know, it's, it's, um, it's like the old Pogo um, comic strip. And I've met the enemy and he is us. And so, you know, th th those kind of things are reflective in, in our society. Uh, even, even, even the COVID uh, issue right now, we, we can't seem to separate what's emotional and what's rational. And, 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 and by the way, you can't live without emotions. Emotions drive us in everything we do. Every decision we make is an emotional decision, and then we end up rationalizing it some way. But as long as we're, we have these emotions under our control, maybe we won't be as compulsive or impulsive about purchases we make. You know, some I've known people say, well, I have a brother, for instance, who says, well, I got to have that. And said, you can't afford that. He said, I don't care. I got to have. So he goes out and buys it and then he wonders why he's broke all the time. So but that's that's where he couldn't get it past his emotions. They take over for him. And it happens in it happens in crime. It happens in in uh, domestic disputes. All kind of things. And if you, the better you improve your emotional intelligence, I promise, the relationships you have with the people you love and the people you meet will get better. So, Terry, that that's a great point. So, let's assume that we're going to work on someone's in, emotional intelligence. What does that process look like? And and you mentioned that. You found out that you were a certain score, and uh, you've been working on it, and eventually you got to a different score. It took yeah. you a while, but how do we start working on our emotional intelligence? Well, uh, 
you got to know where you, you got. You really have to know where you need to work. Uh, you might you might have a, a high level of um, uh, self awareness, but you have no idea how uh, how you're able to regulate that. And so, what I recommend, and this kind of sounds kind of like a commercial, but you got to know where to begin and where to start. And um, take an assessment. They're not expensive. They're inexpensive. But if you want, don't want to take an expen uh, an assessment. I, I would just start. I would start reading. I would read things like Daniel Goleman's um, Emotional Intelligence, Daniel Goleman's Primal Leadership, um, uh, a book called Fifteen Commitments of Conscious Leadership. These, you know, because if you think about emotions, these are th things that we do unconsciously. But if we start to make them more conscious, make ourselves more conscious of what we're doing, then you begin to let raise your levels of emotional intelligence. And by the way. Companies today are looking for people with higher emotional intelligence, and they're beginning to look for ways to make these measurements. Unfortunately, most managers have a pretty low level of emotional intelligence because they've been in the job so long. And this is really new for so many people, and it's kind of foreign and frightening. Well, you know, th this this has been such an interesting conversation, Terry. Thank you very much. I'm. Uh... Uh, it's gotten it's given me a lot to think uh, on and uh, also I'm, I'm also starting to see certain things in in the way you know that you were framing uh, different situations how you could actually start observing someone's emotional intelligence or, or their reactions and if you're you're in tune with what they're going through and, and you're you're open to their emotions and their feelings you're also being more you have more chances to be successful in in managing those relationships. So Terry, if, if someone wanted to work on this, so I, I know that you uh, have uh, uh, your company, you do a lot of uh, executive coaching. If someone wanted to work with you and and learn more about emotional intelligence or even take one of those assessments, um, you know, at Inspire Leadership, of course, we have those assessments as well, but let's assume that someone would want to work with you uh, where where could they learn more about this, and how could they uh, contact you? Well, they can, of course, find me on our website at inspireleadership.com, and I also have a different uh, website called uh, sanantonioexecutivecoaching.com. You find me at either one of those places. Uh, if, if, if you're really interested in emotional intelligence, begin by your starting your own reading program and, and read. You know, um, leaders are readers and uh, learners are earners. And so this will all add up if, if you just if you just start. Most people don't even know where to start, but just start. And there's, there's another one, book called Emotional 2.0, uh, Emotional Intelligence 2.0. There's so many books, there's so many resources to take a look at. But what I found was if I had, and I've had three coaches in my in my life in my professional lifetime in the last twenty years, and uh, I've I finally found a coach that um, understood me and, and was able to read my emotions, which is really important for a coach to do. By the way, is to be able to know what your your client's emotions are at that time. So if uh, if I were coaching somebody with it, I would start with an assessment. And, uh, and then we there's and with the assessments comes a lot of suggestions for how to improve each particular score. I started well, with yeah. score of about, I think I started with a score of about sixty eight points out of a hundred, and now I'm almost a total score is almost ninety. 
so I'm really pleased with my my progress, but I know I have so much more to do. Well, you know what? Uh, the the assessment uh, hits a chord, and uh, you know every athlete. I you know uh, through the conversations that we've had that I like running, and I remember that every every year that I want to start a marathon training program, or if I'm going to you know get into the pool in the in the pool because I'm training for a triathlon or, or take my bike, we always start with an assessment to know where we are, right? So we we learn where we are on that uh, mile or two mile uh, 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 exercise. And then from there, you kind of plan or you make a plan to reach your goal. So assessments do make a lot of sense to me. And I'm, I'm sure that a lot of our uh, listeners uh, will will understand the concept. Um, but, but thanks for this advice. Well, Terry, well, thank you very much. I really appreciate you joining us today and, and sharing all this amazing information you learned on... Uh, on your certification course. Uh, I'm sure we're gonna have you here uh, looking at other topics down the line, uh, but I really appreciate it. And uh, uh, well, what, what do you see out your window right now, your Airstream in Fredericksburg? Is it raining? Is it nice? Well, uh, we've had a real rainy morning and the afternoons here clear up and it's uh, partly cloudy and um, the, the park is not full right now. By Thursday, it'll be packed, but right now it's, it's pretty empty and quiet. Well, fantastic. Well, Terry, thank you very much. And uh, I really appreciate it. And we'll, we'll talk soon. Thanks, Christian. Take care. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed our conversation with Terry and would like to assess your levels of emotional intelligence, visit inspireleadership.com, where you will find free resources to get you started. InspireLeadership.com is a leadership development organization that uses behavioral science to turn your leadership potential into performance. This month, you will be able to try several of the behavioral assessments for free, like our DISC and leadership motivations, and of course, emotional intelligence. So if you would like to become a better leader overall, check out InspireLeadership.com. Thank you, and let's keep on inspiring leadership. <music>